Hi, this is Uwe Ball. If you want to help support the podcast on this network, go to rogueintel.com. Thank you and go fuck yourself. This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. With special guest Jimmy Williams. And special guest, Danny Gorbachev. Danny Gorbachev, the man responsible for all of this fucking Trump-Russian craziness. Oh, wait, that's a different uh, Gorbachev. Yeah, not me Also, personally. that's not Gorbachev at all. That's also, we did that Putin. joke last last episode, so yes. what the fuck yeah, is wrong with plus me? Plus, it's, it's Putin. Putin. I know. Putin. I just want to... He's Putin on the Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Sean. That was good. <laughs> I don't want to admit that that was good, but that was good cunt that he is <sighs> so uh welcome back to table reads everybody assuming you're coming back yeah assuming i mean assuming you're a, re- a repeat was listener. that your julie kavner no hi no i i would just assume that no one's going like part two that sounds like a good place to start <laughs> but I'm not going to make fun of you if that's what you did Because I want you to stick around Yeah, maybe they'll like part two This one that we're doing now so much that they'll go back and listen to part one Yeah, but I mean part Otherwise one. they're just going to be really confused at the beginning I mean, they've only missed one Dude, scene though we're confused, exactly We only did one scene and we did a whole episode of it And we're we're confused, we don't know what the fuck's going on Well, that's, that's how you can tell it's a good script Yeah So, um... I just wanted to remind everybody... Do we have to do it previously? Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to remind everybody first that Table Reads, the podcast you're listening to right now, is just part of a family, a larger family of other podcasts called the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. And He's not lying, folks. This is all true. Yeah, you can... Like you can, a multiverse. You can go experience all our brothers and sisters at rogueintel.com. Like Uwe Boll told you at the top of the show. Uwe Boll is always saying that stuff for us. We like him for that. Yes. He always tells us to go fuck ourselves. But he it's says like, that to everybody. We don't really it's, feel it's, special it's, anymore. It's, it's like punctuation with him. Yeah. He's like, we went out to coffee with him and he's like, I would like a, a large latte with room for sugar. Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. <laughs> and then I would like a little scone with this the the, the powdered sugar and go fuck yourself. I think he and picked it up. Monkey. I think he picked it up from <laughs> talking to critics. Yeah, he he's very defensive because he makes shitty movies. It's that's yeah, what I was implying. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the joker winner. Sorry everybody. <laughs> but uh yeah, so check us out uh, check out the other podcasts like Prime and Daily Dose. And others on rogueintel.com. You won't be sorry. No. I mean. They do good things over there. You might. I can't, I can't judge what you're going to feel. You can judge, Sean. You're, you're very judgmental. It's true. <laughs> but today we are continuing our read of The Crow 3 Resurrection. Which, by the way, is a really original title for a crow, crow movie. Yes. 
Previously on Table Reads. Table Reads. Fuck. We met a few characters, one of which Cato, who we're pretty sure is going to end up being the crow. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah, who might be Sarah from the second crow movie, despite the fact that her and Cato were both cops, and I saw no indication that Sarah was going to be a cop. Well, wait, what was Sarah's last name in the in the? Well, Sarah was really tight with Albrecht. Yeah, that's true. That's right. She could have wanted to be a cop. That's true. Um, and they are up against some sort of smuggling bad guy named Terrell and his cohorts. And Acer's not dead. It looks he's like. not. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the previously on though. Sorry, I got so excited. Previously, we had one super long action scene that crammed in every 80s movie cop action scene uh, stereotype and cliche into one giant scene. I mean, right down to driving a fucking forklift on the docks. And it took place on the docks near some cliff also. There's a cliff right by the docks. In San Francisco. In, In San Francisco. I mean, maybe this guy knows San Francisco better than I do. Maybe he's confusing cliffs with hills. There are hills in San Francisco. I don't think any of them are on the water, though. That's not how <laughs> hills work. I'm desperately trying to help this guy out because I love Die Hard in 48 hours, but yeah. I would watch Die Hard for 48 straight hours. <laughs> I have. Terrell caught something right out of his pocket. Terrell wasn't on the water. Look at Jimmy paying attention. Yeah, that was at the bottom of a cliff. There's a road at the bottom of the cliff. I don't get yeah. this guy's geography, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and there was... And there was one long scene, and Jimmy kept thinking Kato was about to bite it, but he never did. And we found out that Kato and Sarah, I guess, are getting married Yeah. to one another, is Maybe. my assumption. With that husky-ass voice of her. Yeah. yeah. And that brings us to now. Fade in. An alley on that mysterious box. Day. Swaying as Terrell walks up with it, tilt up. Terrell calms himself as he walks, slowly controls his breathing. He wipes blood from the counter of it. The counter the of counter. his mouth? <laughs> he wipes blood from the... fucker just gave me a fucking history of violence flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. He wipes blood from the corner of his mouth, goes to a prearranged spot. You, you can tell by looking at it, it's prearranged. Sound from nearby. Very descriptive, thank you. Jesus, this guy's sucking so bad already. The descriptive sound? Yeah. He has his pistol out before he realizes that it's Acer. Both he and his clothes are beat up from their earlier collision with the asphalt. (laughs) Do you remember what I said Acer was going to be? Fonzie. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a little too excited, I have to admit, but... Just read your line. Okay. You made it too. Wait, you made it too? You made it too. You made it too. I always make it. Where's Einstein? Acer tilts his head. He's in a DeLorean with Doc. Points with his chin. New angle. A car pulls up alongside them. They get in. The driver burns rubber. He's just like got some in his hand and he's got a lighter. <laughs> he's got a lighter. <laughs> in the car, moving. The driver, Pring, has various religious medallions hanging from the rearview mirror. That's, that's all the character he's going to give him, I bet. Jimmy, you got to do Pring. So where's the others? Actually, let's let's Shit. have let's have Danny do Pring because Danny's yeah, only got Kato so far. Danny's been quiet. Yeah. 
Okay, let's see. Uh, so where are the others? Give him, can you give him just some some sort of like racist yeah. accent? Yeah, go race, mm. go full go racist. Rest. So where are the others? <laughs> Shit, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> Jimmy, why don't you be this mysterious voice and don't just do your own voice this time? Do something. My property, gentlemen, now. Camera rakes as Terrell turns, hands the box to the man in the back seat, the man Wyckoff called Lucian Raynor. But forget the name Wyckoff used. This what man has so many, has too many passports for it to matter. We'll call him Byron. Yeah, because we're in it together. We, we'll just yeah, call him Byron. Yeah, we understand where this is going. You know, we'll just forget about the fucking fact that he's Lucian Rayner. <laughs> now, forgive me, forgive me for my ignorance, but I'm pretty sure screenplays are meant to be, like, to describe what you're seeing. Yeah. And to give people what their dialogue is. Is this man holding all his passports right now? <laughs> like they don't really spell that out, do they? Yeah, this man has too many passports for it to matter. Sure, he has a name, <laughs> but we don't need to know that now. Oh Jesus! Oh, here we go. He looks like your basic mad scientist. Oh, for Christ's sake! It's Doctor Forrester from Mystery Science Theater. Eccentric clothes, Tim Burton hairdo. Oh God fuck damn it! Fuck oh, you! Fuck Tim. you! <laughs> out, out of, of style glass. Out of style glasses. He strokes the box, coos to it, oh. and then he calls it my precious. Are you fucking kidding me? Go fuck yourself and die. It's alive, isn't it? This is ninety-seven, though, isn't it? She's like being affectionate towards some creature. Jimmy, you're Byron. Okay, there you are, my precious. Miss me? Daddy's going to take good, good care of you. And you're going to take good care of daddy, aren't you? She's bleeding! She's bleeding! (laughs) She's bleeding. We got our asses kicked, Byron. We all got a a few knocks. Hey, some of us got knocked in the fucking air, into the fucking hereafter. Lo, Lo, I I show you a good thing, receive it. There, there, you'll be just fine. Daddy will make it all better. Another such victory and we are useless. I'm not happy, Terrell. What will make all better? Getting even? As Byron smiles, he holds up the key he caught earlier. It's a hotel key, (sighs) like we said earlier. Cut to... (laughs) Exterior. Exterior. Bay Area. I was was mixing... (laughs) Exterior and Bay Area in my brain. Exterior. Exterior. Exterior Bay Area Hotel. Day. Camera holds on the elegant sign identifying the hotel. Pan to reveal the park-like grounds and the outdoor ceremony. We're in a dramatic outdoor setting that nonetheless affords a glimpse in the distance of San Francisco. We're tight on a Catholic priest. And do you, John Cato, take this woman to you be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward as long as you both shall live? I do. I don't know why you don't have an echo on your voice. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> Camera continues pulling back, revealing the bride. Anne? 
It's not Sarah. Okay, what the fuck? And you and Lotus Lee. Ugh. Oh, oh, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. And <laughs> and you and awful name. <laughs> Take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband to have, etc., etc., etc. Is that like a tribute to Brandon? <laughs> yes. Lotus. Damn, damn, damn. Lotus, Lotus Lee. and Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got to be it. As she says her part, the camera finds Sarah. The camera she, is not your concern. She is not the bride. She is in one of the front rows of folding chairs. She's smiling, <laughs> but there's something behind the teeth that she's fighting to keep <laughs> oh inside. You God. mean her tongue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That she's fighting to keep inside. Resume priest. Then by the power vested in me in the state of California, I now declare you man and wife. You may now... Cato is already ahead of him. As he kisses Anne, a cheer goes up. That's exactly how it sounds when a groom kisses a bride. A cheer. Yeah, it's all... Good job. Cut yeah, to... a hard kiss. Yeah, man. You mean that shit. Cut yeah, to yeah. wedding party later. People are dancing to a small orchestra. Like a quartet or just a small orchestra? No, it's I mean, like, what is that? It's, it's got to be it's got to be more than five people okay. because a quartet or a quintet would have a name. No, there's a sextet. There's a septet. There's an indeterminate number. It's it's a thirty-nine it's a piece orchestra. orchestra. It's a it's a, it's a it's thirty-nine a, piece. Okay, all right, cool, groovy. Not royal feel. Of all the things that we want to visualize that this fucker has laid out for us. (laughs) (laughs) He leaves us hanging. You're the one that put the small orchestra in there, man. That's why you always go with the DJ. (laughs) Should we get a DJ or a band? How about us how about an orchestra? That's a a bit much. A small one. How much is a small (laughs) one though? Let's not specify. Those fuckers eat a lot. They all have to read music, so they're specialized. A a rowdy table. Of course people are rowdy with an orchestra playing. (laughs) Where Sarah kibitzes with... Kibitzes? It's like, do you need to get a higher an orchestra that knows how to play Let's Get Retarded in here on the violin? (laughs) They're playing Paganini. Okay, a rowdy table where Sarah kibitzes with Wyckoff. Kibitzes. I, man, I'm not Yiddish. I don't know shit. We're uh, Wyckoff is coming up, Trevor. You might want to get back over to your mic. We're Sarah Kibitzes with Wyckoff, Rossi, and Gomez. Gomez has one arm in a sling that matches his tie and cummerbund. Stylish. I like the proposal. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They like just finished this big fight. <laughs> That's true. Like this day. But this guy's already, like, changed into his tux and gotten a matching sling. He's got one. (laughs) He's got one under his clothes. Because it's literally the same same night. Yep. She's like, hey, we have somewhere to be. Church bells ring a bell. And then he was all like, whackity schmackity doo. Anyway, go ahead and read your line, burpee. Thank you. I'd like to propose a toast. Not to the bride and groom. They had enough. This this one's to the best man. Has Thank anyone? You. Oh, what? I I wasn't. I couldn't remember if anyone read Rossi yet. Oh. Thank you. Hey, I'm the best man. Your wife says different. 
Oh, <laughs> rowdy oh. laughter. <laughs> There's rowdy laughter afoot. Then she hasn't seen you with the lights on. That's what Sarah said, everybody. Yeah. Come on, bitch. Sarah. As everyone laughs. Sarah got sassy from the last movie. As everyone laughs, let's drink to the new couple. Wider angle. <laughs> Revealing the bridal party's table. We see that Anne's mother is a beautiful, very proper, and very wealthy doyen, doyen. of San Francisco's Chinese community. What's a doyen? Anybody? Mm. I don't know, but that's yeah, fucked me. up. He's got us fucking looking shit up on Google. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's a special word. Uh, it means white bitch. Doyen. Um, means doily in Yiddish. The senior or eldest family member of a group, especially the one who is most or highly respected. Oh. Okay, so she's... Ah, so now Anne really is Lee. So she's supreme elder cunt in the family. Yes. Okay. So Kato, so Kato is Asian, and so she's Asian too. Okay. 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 So, uh, of San Francisco's Chinese community, there's even a Monsignor at the table. Hmm. Sarah, even a Monsignor. Uh, Sarah continued, continued standing. <laughs> it says continued, and then continued standing. Oh my God. Kato and we wish you happiness. Love, family, she's just saying words. And he's yours to have and hold forever. But when he sits in my patrol car, his ass is still mine. That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> she tosses the drink it. She tossed I think she's the best man. She tosses back the drink to a huge laugh. A huge laugh. A huge laugh. Close on the bridal table. As Cato and Anne laugh, Anne's mother squirms. The Monsignor turns to her. His friends are a lively bunch. What do they do? They do legal work. That's Anne's mother? Yes, yeah, okay. she's Chinese. Oh. Legal work. Special so cases. Don't you mean regal work? International law. Really? Anne, hearing this, leaning over. Who's Anne? Um, Danny, you're in. All right. They're policemen, Monsignor. A special anti-smuggling team. But Mother thinks it sounds more impressive her way. Anne, please. Not here. <laughs> He's a policeman, Mother, and I'm a policeman's wife. She rises with Cato. Stick together, boy. Moves with him towards his friends. Favoring Cato. My turn, you idiots. Before we fly. All right, Danny, calm down. All right. I like how you read him like like a a soldier in a video game. (laughs) All right, listen up. Liu Kang wins. Right. Uh, Before we fly off to Singapore for five fabulous days and nights. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fucking shit, we're going to kill things. I have to say, I'm impressed by your behavior. Rossi, you only molested three of the bridesmaids. Only three, you <laughs> cocksucker! Way to go! There's Rem- not another parenthetical there. Rem- uh, remarkable restraint. Go- Gomez, the sports book was under control. You only took my in-laws for what? Four or five hundred dollars? <laughs> Captain Wyckoff, you're still sober. Head table, where Anne's family reacts uncomfortably to all these hijinks. 
Is that what was going on? Hijinks. It's not one word. It's high jinks. High jinks. They're, they're jinks that are jinx that are high up yes. in the sky. Resume scene. Okay. <laughs> and Sarah. Most people only get one partner in life. I'm lucky to have two. Cato pulls Anne it. close. Suddenly, with because she's Just his a wife is one partner, partner and the, the cop partner is the other partner. Oh, okay. It's too it, hacky. The one that's got, mm. Yeah, the one one. No, it's not hacky. You just didn't get it because you're dumb. No, it's too hacky for me to understand right now. Cato pulls Anne close. Suddenly, with a roar, a helicopter rises into view from behind the hill. Roar! Why is everything roaring? Well, you know how in movies you can't hear a helicopter if it's behind a hill? That's true. And it just comes up and it's like... No one is like, hey, do you hear a helicopter in the distance? That never happens in movies. Whoosh. It happens in real life. Walk up behind people when there's no way that they could, you know, like you saw, you could have saw that guy walking up behind that guy. Yeah, no. two people are facing each other, having a conversation, and someone and appears one behind one of them out of nowhere. That guy looks surprised because somebody came up behind the guy in front of him and killed him. That I saw that in the um, that movie about the bank. Was it the International? I don't know, but we're not talking about that mo- that shitty movie. We're talking about this shitty movie. I liked it. I liked it. Cato like? pulls Anne close. Suddenly, with a roar, a helicopter rises into view from behind the hill. Everyone turns. The backwash from the chopper disturbs their formal clothing. <laughs> Cato, puzzled, <laughs> he peers into the craft. Craft? He get a puzzled look. I love that. I wish I was there to see it. A puzzled look and then looking into the craft. You know? Yeah, he's doing it. In the chopper, his <laughs> POV. He looks like an ape, but he's doing it. Beside, That's what apes would do, you know? Yeah. Beside the pilot is Byron. <laughs> and behind him... Using the seat back for a sniper's rest is Terrell. He is already <laughs> aiming an assault rifle. Of course, back to scene. Back to scene. That was a different my scene. Nigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. like, my nigga. Instinct nigger. takes oh. over. Cato turns. Shouts. Get down. Sequence. <laughs> Slow-mo. Get down. I'm in the chopper. <laughs> and no, we're not doing the cliche valley of death here. Okay. Oh, it actually oh, says that in them. the fuck. Oh, my God. Get him, Sean. Get him, Sean. I'm Get sorry. Him. After Get that him. first cliche-filled episode, oh. this guy's like, no, we're not doing a cliche. Eat Whoa. my ass. Who do you think I am? Yeah, oh, you douchebag. You're getting so many points because you wrote fucking Die Hard, and you don't deserve them. <laughs> You're preaching to us in your directions about the kind of filmmaker you want to be. Fuck you. And no, we're not doing the cliche of the cliche ballet of death here because we're not in slow-mo for the bullets that we know. Jesus, man, you're putting Sean to sleep with right? this long run on sentence. Because we're not in slow-mo for the ba- for the bullets that we know are going to come, but to observe the people in the instant before the shots ring out. Oh, Jesus. Cato has <laughs> from from instinct addressed his warning to his partner Sarah who turns herself to signal the other officers and then her eyes lock for a second on Cato's before she is drawing her pistol that she has at the wedding and knocking the ne- <laughs> <laughs> always ready for some shit and Sarah, knocking, Sarah has seen some shit Sarah seen some shit though yeah. and <laughs> knocking the nearest guests to the ground Cato turns, looks at Anne, who is standing like most, looking at the noisy intruder hanging in midair, while Wyckoff is diving down to hug the earth behind the bar set up on the knoll. 
I think uh, we're ready for our second mm. action scene, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because we had that 12-second reprieve. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even hit the credits yet. All the cops... <laughs> <laughs> not not even the opening s- credit sequence. Nothing. Nothing to establish that this is even the crow yet. <laughs> all the cops take down all the civilians they can gather in their arms, and then the roar and wind of helicopters' blades merge with the sound of Cato's heart. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you need some. Sean needs some coffee. Sean. From from Cato's heart. Are you he, aware this is your second yawn in a minute? Yes. I am so, so aware of that. <laughs> uh, Cato's me, heart is he Let me know if you want to take, me to take over. Toward the lens and seems to, by his own will, break out of the slow-mo. <laughs> like... Like, by, by sheer force of will, he goes over and cranks the shutter speed on the camera. This nigga, listen, that's some ambitious shit. This we're listening, guys. He's trying. Hey, I'm going to give him props for that. That's we're having a good shit. time, and I don't want to be the guy that ruins the fun, but I should tell you, tell you that the what I'm feeling right now is the same thing that me and Sean were feeling when we did the Star Wars. Because all of the... Because the, just, it's just pages and pages of shitty... Just shitty direction. Yeah, but dude, there are occasional like bits of dialogue yeah. that that are really like like okay, the last piece of dialogue was brilliant. It was <laughs> get down, get to the chopper. <laughs> but he didn't uh, say the chopper. And they, Denny Dean like called out all the guests. I like that. Yeah. But uh, um, and I like the entrance of the, the cliche entrance of the chopper. I love how he's like gonna say, "No, this ain't a cliche." It's like, dude, the chopper he, just came out of but nowhere. But he knows it's a cliche. <laughs> he knows it's a cliche. That's why he has to write it in the fucking script. <laughs> no, no, no. He was saying it's not the cliche that people are expecting. Where it's a you whole see, different cliche. Where you see the bullets go. He's trying to make a new one. He's making an all-new cliche right here. He's saying it's all focused on the people's reactions and not the fact that there's bullets flying and shit going in slow-mo. Yeah, see, what he's trying to do... He hasn't seen The Matrix yet. Okay. What he's trying to do is show that these cops are so on top of their game that in this split second, they save everybody. And then they're all crows. It's just a whole bunch of the crows. Yeah. It's the, a crow on the force. It's crow three. Why cop saving his self? Hold on. Hold on. I was about to make a good joke. Shut up. Sorry. It's crow three, a murder of crows. Holy shit. That was, that was. That's that, what it should be. That deserved more of a laugh. Well, if they, called, if they called the next crow a murder of crows, that shit would be. I'm surprised the they haven't yet. Done but that was br- that was brilliant for Sean to come up with that title. And for you know what else? All of them would have been crows. While so we're that- on the subject, I'm kind of <laughs> mad to this day that the RoboCop reboot, when they did it, there were no reboot jokes. It's RoboCop. Yeah. Same argument for the Terminator franchise. You know, you know, Danny and I, Danny and I worked for RoboCop for a little bit. Did you guys? Oh, the one with Michael Keaton. No, 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 no. We didn't work on a RoboCop oh, yeah. movie. We worked for RoboCop. Oh, you worked for uh, uh, Peter Weller directed. That's so fucking great, Doctor Weller. Yeah. I remember we, we that. Called him yeah, Dr. I remember RoboCop. that. I remember that you were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, Doctor Weller. Doctor RoboCop directed a, an episode of Sleepy Hollow. What is he a doctor of? Some, Danny. He's kind of like what some, is he a doctor of Danny who hasn't uh, said anything? You know, I'm not sure. 
is it so is but it wasn't a facetious thing calling him doctor no no he, i believe he yeah he held he has degree. a phd really yeah they, there's a lot of them that get phds and you go really i gotta call you doctor for it's that? not a big deal Bill cosby has a phd he's a doctor yeah in put your ass to sleep <laughs> <laughs> Operations in darkness. You know, you know those girls should have really thought it uh, suspicious when, as he's offering them drinks, he's like, "How much do you weigh?" Yeah. <laughs> about a hundred and eight, hundred and twelve. You weigh a little more than a hundred and eight. Oh, really? <laughs> um, we kind of okay. kept that in there. Michael Keaton's in both those, right? In the original Robocop, on the new Robocop. He's not in the original Robocop. And the, I said in the new Robocop. Okay. I changed it. To... Uh, <laughs> okay, not... real time. Wait. Resume. Okay. The bullets from broke out. The bullets <laughs> from the aircraft rip into the ritual below. See, because it's not cliched. Now we're fasty time. <laughs> Bones and glass shatter equally. <laughs> what the oh fuck is bones my and God. glass shatter equally? There's no way. Oh. Dude. They called me Mr. Glass. <laughs> All you got to do is, is you got to have a stupid belief in yourself. Yeah. And, and you could do it, man. You really do. You just got to have a belief and in, in, uh, ignorance of all of the criticism. Well, plus. And I, just manage to get to the end of a script and just keep shopping them, and you can do it. And I they'll would, fix it up in production. I believe in myself pretty fucking. <laughs> I would really believe in myself if I had written Die Hard in 48 hours. There'd be no lack of confidence for me. I'd fucking go to the grocery store naked. I'd be like, fuck you, man. I wrote Die Hard. I mean, saying bones People and glass like shatter equally is something that nobody would do. No. And no. so for him to do it is just like, boy, he just is so, un- he's like unaware. He's oblivious. He's just like, dude, I'm the shit or fuck y'all. <laughs> you know, one, it's probably a combination of both. Yeah. <laughs> White tablecloths drench in the red of blood and wine. Oh, my God. Oh. Gomez, a step ahead of the bullets. <laughs> and his name's Gomez. Like Gomez, a Adam's step family. ahead of the bullets, a throws, throws himself on a child. Rossi a charges child. the lens, firing. Oh, so he's running at the camera. Great. That's not cliche. Give us a paragraph how that's not cliche. Hey, he's, he's going out like Bruce Lee. How about this? <laughs> he's cut down like wheat. Oh, for Christ. So there's a sky... Yes. Yeah, he has a scythe. It's a it's a scythe gun. <laughs> it's Damn. a scythe gun. That's a hell of a shit. You imagine that shit? Shoot a mo- shoot at a motherfucker and they get scythe. It's a scythe gun. <laughs> Terrell pans oh, in in the helicopter. Hey, where are we? Top of page nineteen. All right. Uh, in the helicopter, Terrell pans the gun barrel, professional, clinical, focused on the skill of weapon work. <laughs> Byron, Byron looks out the window. So, has there been like. Is this guy shooting through the front window of the helicopter? We'll assume, ha- we'll, we'll assume the helicopter's turned sideways. I have a question. Yeah, that's what I assume. I have another. Because they always are. You I, know? Ha- I have a question, guys. Go ahead. No, wait. No, wait a minute. They weren't in um, the Rambo movie. He, it, it no, had he is shooting through the front because his yeah. his his rifle was on the on the seat, using it as a sniper. Oh, okay. So this guy's just like blown out the whole front window of the helicopter. <laughs> it's the only way this makes logistical sense. That's a ruthless sense. motherfucker right there, boy. He, yeah. 
He said, fuck, turn around. And he probably just like hired it. It's probably like a San Francisco like beach tour helicopter. And the pilot's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Shut up, bitch. Lock and load. Um, focused on the skill of weapon work. Byron looks out the window, a lopsided grin on his face, enjoying the result. <laughs> Cato continues running forward, pausing as he sees a bawling child crawl out from under Gomez's body, then racing bullets, literally, as they dog his heels. Compar- that's where he's shooting for. Come perilously. Shoot at the nigga's feet, apparently. Well, that's what they do, you know, like when you just see the bullets running along the ground. And the person ch- shooting never thinks, I should, like, just lift this up sharply and quickly. <laughs> um, racing the bullets literally as they dog his heels. Come perilously... Doesn't make it hard to read. Comes perilously alongside and then pass him. The bullets reach Anne a second after the camera does. We didn't see this coming. Stop talking about the camera! That was the crow! Kato is there in time to catch her before she hits the ground. Down angle. She's as loose as a baby, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that is a terrible sentence. Out That's of a horrible That's sentence. Bad. What? That sounds so bad in so many ways. <laughs> dude, did you fuck Ann last night? Dude, she's as loose as a baby. How do you know what that feels like? I. Well, of course, it's, it's assuming that babies are loose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, believe me. You don't, leave, don't leave the babies around, man. Even if you take you know, out the sexual me, connotations they're, they're of the word. They're very tight. Even if you take out the sexual connotations of the word loose, it's a terrible sentence. Like, yeah. like she's as floppy and terrible as a baby. <laughs> That's terrible. Blood, Poor Anne. Blood wells with her pulse on the breast of her wedding gown. Kato. Oh, wait, wait. I'm... No, I'm Anne's mother. You were Anne. That's right. I, I knew you'd come. To the wedding? <laughs> she jerks spasmodically. What a jerk. Our father, who... She's dead. Damn. Cato's so stunned, she slips from his hands to the ground, her gold chain running through his hands until the cross is gone to join her. No! Salazar! He screams to the heavens. He literally is doing Saladar. That's what I wanted to. Yeah, it says screams to the heavens. And he, and as he does, he sees his own devil. What? The helicopter, helicopter. is still there. Yeah, there you go. That's good, right? There you go. That was sharp. <laughs> Kato whirls, runs toward Funny. the helicopter. He's so crazed, he seems to think he can climb the sky. What a douchebag. And son of a bitch if he doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. He's on a roll, man. I can tell after that last line. He yeah. runs He runs through the ruined party. I'm sorry. This guy's focusing on like, oh, that's, that party's ruined. They ruined that party. <laughs> I'm never getting invited to another party. They're never getting their deposit back. <laughs> a lot of cleanup. Boy, the building superintendent's going to be pissed. (laughs) Uh, He runs through the ruined party, leaps onto a table, then to another, then vaults to the bar. 
He has, he has a pole vault now. <laughs> Runs across the top, leaps to the top of the outdoor heater, and before the before that teeters under his weight, he has grabbed the shaft of a flagpole Ew. and swung into a tree. Parkour! <laughs> it's a par- yeah, it's parkour. In the helicopter, they're all stunned. I know that's right. Jesus Christ! They're POV. <laughs> As Kato swings from tree to tree. <laughs> this motherfucker for real! <laughs> we sing! Sing! sing. <laughs> uh... As Kato swings from tree to tree, crashing into the copter's door, he yanks the hot gun barrel, pulls Terrell forward so hard, his head cracks the glass. Wider, (laughs) the sudden addition of weight makes the craft tilt. Kato drops down to the skids, catches hold just in time, immediately starts back up. Oh no. You guys want to know what happens next? Oh, this sounds Do like I a. Ever. This is a teaser. I, I think this is it. I think this is it. This is it, right? It's got to be soon. Well, we're going to find out what happens next after this quick word from our sponsors. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. Here at the Prime Podcast, we're dedicated about broadcasting professionalism. Like, really dedicated. Real quick, I know TJ's had to pee for quite a while. Do you need to take a break? Dude, I'm good. Are you sure? <laughs> so you pissed in your mason jar. Is that what you're saying? Just keep going with the show. <laughs> Don't you worry about where the bathroom breaks oh, I love your dedication. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes for the sake of the show, man. Listen more at theprimepod.com. Ever since the hobbits threw the ring to that stupid volcano... I've needed a new one. I go to rogueintel.com slash Amazon and I order my new processes. Go, go. TableReadsPodcast.com Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, now, back to Table Reads. Now part of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. And we're back. We're so back. In the helicopter. Oh, we just jump right back into it. Yeah, that's how we're going to do this. All right. These, dude, our listeners have been sitting on the edge of their seat and they deserve to mm-hmm. know what happens next. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing at all, Sean. In the helicopter, Terrell is still dazed. Terrified, Byron sees Cato creeping toward him. Okay, I'm sorry. This dude this dude just like jumped across a bunch of tables, grabbed a fucking flagpole and vaulted <laughs> himself up to a, a helicopter and now he's like trying to sneak up on them. <laughs> he's, he's creeping now. I think it's because he can't help it because he's almost falling off. He's like hanging on to the skids of the helicopter, I guess. So he's yeah. 
He's so climbing up. Like, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, and he's and he's got a creepy thing going, I guess, okay. because it's it's eerie for Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Byron's like, what the fuck, man? Byron, the back. Byron sees Cato creeping toward him. He looks around, sees Terrell's pistol in his waistband. Cato gets one foot on the skid. Byron draws the pistol, points it. Nothing happens. No, you gotta pull the trigger, dude. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Hit> that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm losing like hours of my day. Killing uh, me. And it's suddenly me. the two men are in a competition of death. <laughs> oh my god. That's the Bruce Lee movie that never happened. And I love how all of a sudden it's a competition of death. Been that way. What'd you say, Jimmy? It ain't been that way ever since he jumped on the copter. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. It's been that way since the opening scene. So wait, which action scene are we in now? Action scene three before the credits? No, two. Two, okay. It's still, it's still part of the, the red wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. I get, I got my scenes confused, sorry. Um, it's a competition of death. As Byron tries to figure out hammer slide and... Oh my god, he really... <laughs> He really just doesn't know how his gun works. Ah, does, oh my god. As Byron tries to figure out hammer, slide, and safety while Cato climbs ever higher to kill him. Ever higher. Hmm. Cato reaches for him. Byron squeals in terror, closes his eyes, with, and with all his fear, squeezes the trigger with both hands. It goes off. Blood splatters what's left of the cockpit window. See, he was just shooting through the window. Yeah. Wide. Kato's body tumbles downward from the hovering aircraft. That's it, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. He crashes through 15 feet of evergreens and crumbles at the trunk. The helicopter leaps into the sky, fleeing. <laughs> it leaps. That sucker took off like a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah is the first one to reach the body. Wyckoff, a few steps behind her. In the background, Anne's mother sings to her child's body. Oh my God! Hmm. I think, oh, I think and, and the name. Oh my God, Sean! You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, the, the the Chinese people do that, or the Koreans, or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know what they. What Chinese, Chinese, Chinese right? Yeah, the Chinese. Maybe they Chinese. do that. Maybe Chinese people do that, man. I'm, I don't and, know. Even though she's Japanese, I'm just picturing her singing as Yoko. <laughs> oh. Yeah! Oh, it's of sadness. There'd be two dead bodies right Wait there. You mean this? Right yeah, I'm really glad you had that Yoko clip I, queued up. I have two more. And then imagine growing up with that. Just like <laughs> starting over. Keep singing it. That was some good pussy. <laughs> okay, please stop. Please stop. I'm talking to you and Mr. D'Souza. Uh, she sings to her child's body. Sarah takes Cato's bleeding head into her lap and screams. A Smash cut! A helicopter's blades, night. We hold for a moment, then widen. This isn't the unmarked craft from before. It's a white medevac chopper, and it descends toward the lens. Oh, who gives a shit? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> God damn. <laughs> I wonder if this is as bad for people that have never written a script. <laughs> Medevac helicopter in flight. It's worse. Light. <laughs> as it descends to the roof of a hospital, immediately the crew brings out the patient, Cato, on portable life support. He's rushed to the roof elevator. The scene, different angle. Really? That's how you're going to... Pull back, and we see that we're looking at the helipad from a window elsewhere in the hospital. Three patients are watching. Julius, a soft-featured, wistful type who could be any age from 20 to 40. That's a big (laughs) fucking gap. I, I have never mistaken a 40-year-old for a 20-year-old. No, not even, not even in L.A., baby. Not oh, even in L.A. Lord. Oh, he could be any age from 40 to 20, but just don't make him a kid and don't make him old. Don't make him old. Don't make him old. Oswald, mid-40s, <laughs> fidgety, and Fetterman in his 60s with a no-nonsense military bearing. That's happened to you a couple times. It is. You all right? I'm good. All right. Well, well, I want to hit that boy on the back of the head. What happened? His, his earbuds keep falling out of his ear. Sloppy landing. They're, they're back in now, guys. <laughs> Sloppy landing. Sloppy landing. I landed MacArthur much better at, at Inchon. Oh, Inchon. Inchon. I don't know what that is. That's a fucking Vietnam. No, not Vietnam. Korea. Sorry. I wasn't alive during Korea, Jimmy. He's mm. saying that you were. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because you're old. I have just remembered I kind of was. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. If the red Chinese come into the war, we're screwed. Cut to interior operating room night. That was so pointless. <laughs> that was the... Mo- what if Fetterman becomes the crow? I super hope that these guys never show up again. I want that to hey. be a scene with three named characters, only one of whom speaks, and they never turn up again. Because that would put this in legitimate the Star Wars territory. Yeah, but no, no, they have to show up later, right? For, to, to to go after the crow when he comes back, you know, <laughs> have the military no, involved. These, in, these guys are going to be his sidekicks. These are three patients. Be, remember, that and, would be lovely. And one of them clearly thinks he's still in the Korean War. <laughs> that would be lovely, actually. His sidekicks, awesome. Yeah, they're they're like the comedy relief sidekicks. Oh, comedy relief. That's a Joke One of them's going to die. Yeah, but he's he's going to say something funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> what his last he do? He's going to be like, uh, uh, hey, Those are- hey, I may be dying, but uh, at least my mascara isn't running the crow. <laughs> <laughs> I like wackity schmackity do better. <laughs> That's a great last words, boy. That'll fuck everybody he'll up just in the room. Be, he'll just start. Yeah, <laughs> but he can't he use those. I got just, dibs. He'll just die singing. <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just die singing uh, Tears of a Clown by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of a Clown. <laughs> die on the part where you try to do the, the, the whistle or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he dies on the whistle. I thought that was Smokey Robinson. Oh, that's right. It's Smokey. Yeah, it's, it's Smokey Smoky. Robinson. Sure as hell, Smokey. <laughs> Interior operating, uh, operating, operating room. <laughs> uh, interior operating room night. Tilt up from Cato, almost unrecognizable due to bandages and tubing. He's got tubing. <laughs> uh, Trevor, I'm sorry, I forgot to reset my timer for the second half. So can uh, you keep an eye on the time? Um, 
No, I can't, turns out. Uh, that's where we're at. We recorded both of these. So I'd say maybe another 10 minutes. All right, let's just call it 10 minutes. I'll set a timer now for bah. 10 minutes. That'll be good enough. Yes, that will be fine. That should be uh, fine. Tilt up from Cato, almost unrecognizable due to bandages and tubing. His head has just been shaved and is painted with... Beta, betadine. 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 The surgeon in charge is Dr. Badish. Oh, it's a lady. She's with the she's with the energy and lithe movements of a woman half her age. She's with the energy and lithe... That doesn't make any sense. No, that's fucking me so, up. More writer speak. Yeah, writer stuff, man. This guy be going off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's Dr. Who's Dr. Badish? I'll be Dr. Badish. Don't hear bad bitch. Let's remember it's a woman. Patient is a 29-year-old Asian male, a police officer in exceptional physical condition. Except for all the bullet holes. Is she, wait, is she recording Yeah, something? I mean, how the fuck is she going to know all that when he's fucked all up like he is? Then he can fell through trees. Trees! Yeah, he, he comes in, like, having been shot and falling through trees and crumpled <laughs> to, a, to a bloody pulp. And she's like, hey, can I get some bio on this guy? All right, I have medical jargon here, folks. So, mm-hmm. All right, hit Break it. it down. Patient is a 29-year-old Asian male, a police officer in exceptional physical condition. We have a close-range firearm entry wound above the right occipital, put with an entry track through the frontal lobe, ending on the border of the parietal... Parietal? Parietal. Parietal. Let's hope it's on the border. If Wait. That's a pretty old-sounding intern, Sean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's hope it's on the border. If it's in the lobe, we don't dare take the bullet out. Good job. Tell the fucking head surgeon how to do her job, yeah. intern. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate the first-year anatomy lesson. Oh, good. She she corrected him. Badish takes a cranial saw from a nurse. Okay, let's do it. She hits the trigger twice. <laughs> making a chainsaw-like roar that echoes around the room. Wait, no. Roar, 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 no, roar. What's with all the roars? In the this nigga likes roar, man. The bone saws don't sound like fucking... Like a cranial saw does not at all sound like a chainsaw. But it's it going, it's, it's like... <laughs> stupid cunt. New angle. That's a fucking roar, okay? <laughs> you're, you're using the wrong saw. <laughs> exactly, if that's what the noise is. <laughs> New angle. Badish saws through the top of Kato's skull. Blood mists the air. <laughs> Medical tray. The camera. Fuck you. The top of the skull is placed in a dish. Up angle. The doctor's. They gather around the... Does he... Is, are we sure he knows he's not writing Robocop? <laughs> they gather around the open cranium. Look inside. Badish probes carefully. Damn. What do we do? We close. That's what we do. Coffee is for closers. We close. That's what we do. That's all we can do. Why close then? If this dude's dead, why bother putting his skull back on? Yeah, right. Family, you man, come on. Badish moves away, depressed. She doesn't like losing patience. She's a tough cookie. This This is terribly written. Hold on, let me read this whole thing. (laughs) She doesn't like losing. 
patience or challenges. But patience is P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. Yeah. Not patience. They look at her drawn face. Obey. She goes out of the operating room. Obey. Interior. Hospital corridor. What is this? They live? Wyckoff and Sarah rush her. Their wrinkled clothing and Wyckoff's heavy beard show us they've been there for hours. <laughs> his, his beard has grown? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's been, it's been hours, man. That shit hairs up on you, man. He's, I have to shave plus, my shit every day you, now. You He's got like a rumple vel- uh, 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 Rip Van Winkle going on. It's just like down to his... He was clean shaven before, but well, now he's yeah. like down to his stomach. You wouldn't know it with the name Wyckoff, but he's actually Armenian. Very hairy people. <laughs> so, you know, he's just growing a fucking facial hair. All right, Trevor, speaking of Wyckoff. Oh. How is he? I don't have enough energy left to be diplomatic. In 20 years, I've never seen anyone with brain damage this extensive who... Wait, how old is she? She's, well, you know, she's a doctor. She's, she's been at she moves off. with the live energy of someone half her age. But isn't she like 29 or something? No, no she, she said he's like 29. He oh, okay, like sorry. I don't have enough energy left to be diplomatic. In 20 years, I've never seen anyone with brain damage this extensive who lived for 10 minutes, let alone 10 hours. What? What are you saying? Is is he going to die? If he's lucky. And then she just walks away. Depressed. Yeah, She's whoa. depressed. For some reason. But I'm afraid he's going to live. Dissolve to. Interior. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> You're failing it, aren't you, Jimmy? Lord, have mercy. Oh, don't make me start praying. Interior. Wait. Hospital room. Interior hospital, sunroom, day. We pan the area. A radio is playing. (laughs) A news program that lets us know it's now, today. You're tuned to K-Plot. All fucking exposition. No, hold on, though. Hold on. A news program that lets us know it's now, today. What? (laughs) So basically what every news fucking station does? Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to WKPN. It's what today, the- today. <laughs> You're tuned to all of today's news today. We're not giving you today's news tomorrow until tomorrow. When it will be today. You're currently tuned to the present. <laughs> um, it's the Jack Benny program. Uh, it's today. And sitting in a wheelchair. In That's the, how you know it's today, because of the radio. In the path of one lonely sunbeam is Cato. <laughs> Who's, who's, who is upset because OJ has framed him for murdering his wife. He's apparently a cat. A yeah, cat. but cats are happy in sunbeams. Gato. His appearance is startling. The bullet and the operation have scarred him bizarrely. Bizarrely. Oh, yeah. You know, I bet he's got some lines going up and down from his eyes and then from his lips. Oh, man. He's not even going to die. <laughs> <laughs> It said that at the beginning, Jimmy. It's like, what happens when your soul dies, but your body doesn't? What do the crows do then? Yeah, what the fuck are they supposed to do? You're a revenant. They have a party. They, they, they got to do what they got to do. You still got to complete the mission. Um, uh, oh, my God. But there's, 
let's say the left him scarred bizarrely, but there's a perverse, savage beauty to the damage. Stop with the writer speak. His face might almost be considered arresting or mysterious, like the phantom of the, the opera is there inside my if mind. The, if the ol- if only the expression weren't so. So blank. Oh, God. It's written exactly like that, people. I'm not... Jesus. Cato doesn't move, doesn't blink. His eyeballs are like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Some drool gathers in the corner of his mouth, drips down onto his hospital pajamas. Nobody notices. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's just not a very good hospital. <laughs> it's not just really. like Carly. Nobody notices. Nobody cares. Yeah, and nobody Carly seems to did. notice. Yeah, this is the kind of care. hospital where the doctor goes up to your loved ones and says, "He's get, he'll die if he's lucky. I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk away now. Depressed. Uh, Waldo is a Cato doesn't move. Doesn't, oh, yeah. Uh, Waldo, an orderly, comes over, pushes the wheelchair. Who wants to be Waldo? I'm Come me. on, Cato. Time for group. Yeah, I can tell you're excited. How'd you like that? That that Raiders game? No shit. I lost a bundle too. Cut you to vegetable. <laughs> Cut to interior hospital group room day. Batlash comes in. Hospital interns trailing behind her. Her hairstyle and glasses have changed, but not her energy level or efficiency. And she's younger for some reason. Uh, she sits down in a circle of chairs. All of them. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the pr- to the processing group. For those of you here for the first time, I'd like to review what we do here. This group provides social and psychological therapy for people who do who due to trauma or disease have lost their ability to process certain mental information. This rarely affects in- affects intelligence, but manifests itself in other ways. Sometimes with delusions or paranoia, sometimes in an, in an inability to grasp the passage of time. And sometimes in an inability to retain information and memory. Much like reading this script. Would someone like to start? I would, Dr. Batish. Thank you, Julius. I just want to say how happy I am to be joining the group. I've heard a lot about it, and I just know it's going to help me with my memory problems. Your what? Long pause. <laughs> Everyone looks at him, not very impressed by his sincerity. Uh, Julius? You've been in the group for three years. I have? Yes. Look in your, look in your packet. Pocket. Pocket. <laughs> look in your pocket, shit oh, dick. Oh, oh, hold on. Uh, closer, he reaches into his breast pocket, is startled to find something there. A photograph. Where did this come from? Oh, no. I'm waiting till the end of the scene, Trevor. Oh, all right. Give me some fucking clue that you heard me then, dummy. Where are we? Let's see. Your line at the bottom of the page. Oh, we took it last Christmas to help you remember all your all our names. He looks at it. It shows a Christmas party in this same room. Julius is posing under the tree with some of the other parents. Patience. Patience. Sorry. The names of everyone have been posted under their faces. A memory aid that obviously ain't working. Ain't. Third mm. instance of ain't in the direction in this script. He thinks he's being cool with ain't that shit. Working. Like he's trying to be all Clemens and shit. All Samuel Clemens. Nigga, stop. Stop. I, I don't remember it. Are, are you sure? Don't trust her. It's a fake. Just like the moon landing. 
The moon landing was not fake. I know because I was there. Wait, wait a minute. Somebody landed on the moon? Please, let's not get sidetracked. How can you all sit here shooting this shit when the whole country is facing a crisis? President Ayers, Eisenhower is in critical condition. Uh, Fetterman? Eisenhower is dead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then Nixon's president. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that. Yeah. Batiste tries to force a smile and carry on, but she glances up and sees Sarah through glass partition coming down the corridor. She waves at Batiste familiarly. Back to scene. Excuse me, I'll be back in a minute. Such a polite woman. Who is she? (laughs) Nobody talk! The room's bugged. (laughs) In the corridor. Hello, Sarah. How's the new partner? Still going through puberty. Anything to report? She looks through the glass at the group. By now, Oswald is looking for hidden microphones under the seats. But Sarah is only looking at Cato. No, not today. And tomorrow? Have I ever lied to you? Not in two years. Thank you for filling in how long it's been. And I still keep coming back next week. (laughs) Batiche. Oh, uh, Batiche. Batiche squeezes her hand. Next week. Next week, folks. <laughs> Next <God> week. <laughs> that's some cornball shit. All right. How perfect oh, is God. that, though? Because yeah, that, that is a good way to. We stop. will continue next week. Fade out. So I, I didn't really do it. But I, the whole time I was thinking of doing Batiche's Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> was I wrong for that, Sean? Yeah, that's not right. Good, I'm going to do it more doesn't, then. It doesn't fit. Totally doing it that way Dude, now. there will be someone else you can do as Nurse Ratchet. No, I don't know how to do her voice. I'm just like picturing Nurse Ratchet in my head. And, um, oh, then plus that's I'm fun. trying to picture him doing Nurse Ratchet. I'm, I don't remember the last I, time I, I would, heard him. I, I've many a night have pictured myself doing Nurse, nurse Ratchet. Yeah, me too. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. You know, and you yeah. know the fantasy put my, too. Put yeah. my hands around her neck. <laughs> yep, yep. It's strangle fucker. Strangle. We all know why too. She's a super cunt. Anyway, so um, that's where we got to go to now. That's where we got to end on is super cunt strangling women. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> Everybody, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, whether you like it or not. We just we we need people to subscribe to it, or well, we're all gonna die. <laughs> we're gonna die anyway, but you know, it might happen. It'll happen like, slower. Yeah, it'll happen slower and with less frequency, and it'll be less painful if you just subscribe. And, and gentlemen, and uh, we are produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. And Danny, don't you have some uh, some nice plugs? Don't you mm. have uh, a web series that you do? Well, you could check out the Brothers Gorb. The Brothers Gorb. What is that for the G O R B? You'll see some videos there, and it's what various it's a- videos, music videos, some uh, original shorts. Nice. Any yeah. comedy? Uh, there's there's some comedy. Nice. And um, me and Sean and Jimmy, we do a podcast every week too called Touche or Douche. Uh, look that up on. Uh, where are we now, Sean? Well, you could go to facebook.com slash 
Ferris Face House. Yeah. Or check out Twitter at the Ferris House. Yep. That's a good place to go because we're right now in between places right it's, now. It's also on the iTunes. You it's, can always... It's true, yep. Always get it on the iTunes as well as this podcast. This podcast is on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and by the time you listen to this several other things so just you're gonna find table reads don't even worry about it but subscribe to it on whatever your favorite platform is don't forget to check us and our other podcast siblings out on rogueintel.com and if you would like to read this script or any of the others or learn anything more about table reads go to tablereadspodcast.com the voice of table reads is Art Carlson Hey, that's kind of meta. Meta. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. FerrisWheelhouse.net. Fuck. Cut to black.